0: ego yeah as a catholic we need to be allergic to these words let alone these ways of life but it's not easy in fact ridding ourselves of ego and vanity might be the most difficult thing we allow god to do and you heard that right we can even make that good battle of getting over ourselves about us thinking we have the power to do it we don't but god does My guest today is one of the more popular guests I've featured on this podcast, and he's back. Deacon Randy Keel offers us insight into a new way of life where we become a servant of God. Friends, you're going to love this. Here's my conversation with Deacon Randy Keel. Hello, Deacon. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh, All right. The problem with vanity and ego in today's Christians. I'm looking forward to this.
1: Yeah, you know, we would think that... um... The humility that comes with understanding our salvation would um, would diminish the human ailment of what we have at times of vanity and ego. But sometimes, you know, that humanity gets in, creeps over, dominates, mm-hmm. and actually becomes part of what we call our spirituality. And, and I'd like us to just take an examination while we're driving, thinking, making coffee, eating breakfast, whatever it is, to take a little examination How's this crept into my life? Mm -hmm. Let me look further deep within, because if I'm writing on that as my spiritual life, I'm creating a problem for myself and a problem for my spiritual community.
0: Now, let me ask you, is there a difference between vanity and ego? We kind of, they're they're the same.
1: Yeah, we we quite often use them synonymously, but there's a little bit of difference. Our ego is our sense of self that we desire others to see us as. Okay. So this is the image I want you to see me as, so I will perform unto that. My vanity is the sense of what I do to bring acclaim unto myself to control, so they work tangential with each other. So mm-hmm. it's what I use to control how I want to be seen by the by the by the throngs. So the way I dress, the way I take care of my body, and not just health wise, but the way I want to be seen. I want to be seen as a blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. That's got our vanity inside of it. That's our earthly creature. Is this That's, in everyone? This is everyone's plight. Okay. To so the degree that it's there is our responsibility. I see. So it's everyone's plight. But if we look at it as something that we take pride in, we've got to struggle here. Okay. Because it's not going to bring about anything that's praiseworthy of God that we can give praise unto Him. We can't say, thank you, God, for the way I feel so vain, because that's cursed. The senses of vanity and the senses of ego are ultimately come from the soil, hmm. not the soil that God created. They came down beneath the soil. They come from darkness. Mm-hmm. And so, that identity isn't anything of what we're to aspire to be in Christ. The greatest compliment that we can ever strive to achieve, John, is the highest compliment from the Father. See, He gives us compliments in who He created us to be, in the image bearers of Him, and, well done, my good and faithful servant. That's the highest compliment that he'll ever, ever be giving to us. And that isn't even what we receive here on this earthly life. That's in our transition between earth and heaven. So that good and faithful servant isn't about what we're looking. We give praise back to him. He gives compliment down to us. He doesn't give praise to us. We give praise back to him for the way he's giving us the opportunity to receive that compliment for him.
0: So it's not about you. It's not about me. Never. It's about him. Always. That's the, that's, I mean, that's the uh, mantra, if you will, of the Christian, right? St. Paul says, it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. That ego disappears and it becomes, uh, the Christian takes on Christ. And
1: every day is an examination of that self-death. Every day is an examination of that. So let's take a minute and look at what, in that highest compliment, well done, my good and faithful servant. What does good and faithful mean? that's where we can get sometimes mixed up inside of our our piety mm-hmm. being pious we, you know what's what's underneath the veil of identity that we wear through our ego and through our vanity whether it's a veil of a doily or whether it's the veil of of prominence prestige and power whatever it's a veil of that's of just our earthly experience that's not necessarily of Christ himself mm. so our sense of good comes out of the greek word agathos which means Upright moral virtue, kindness, joyful, and generous. Now, you didn't say nice. You said kindness. Kindness. Because nice is behavioral. Mm. Kindness is characterological. I like that. And the character of Christ is part of what we are to take on in Christ. Kindness comes out of the soul. Niceness comes out of a chosen behavior. So unkind people can be nice, Mm. but that doesn't mean that they are kind. Wow. Kind comes out as warmth. Nice comes out of pleasing. I
0: just have always said I can't stand the nice, you know, the, that word. But you're, you're going deep here in that.
1: Well, that's why you can't stand it. <laughs> because it's a facade. <laughs> Hello. And the first part of fa- facade is faus, and it comes out of the word fake. Look at this guy. He's on fire Talk this to morning. me, St. Marie.
0: You're deacon so anyway, Tony, he's on fire this morning. Let's go to lunch, John. He'll take over. <laughs> now, the second word that we've
1: got, well done, my good and faithful servant. Faithful comes out of the word pistis. And that means reliable, trustworthy, able to be counted on and follow through and integrous. I want to go to the word integrous. Integrous is not the integrity that we build upon our own skills. Integrous is what comes through us as we build the character qualities of Christ inside of us to emulate through to the people that we come in contact with, which is all that context of what you and Adam were talking about through relationship Mm -hmm. and exposure to community. That's what integrous means. That's what the word faithful means. That's why... We preach, we preach the good news in season and out of season. We don't, just, we don't just get stuck in the calendrical system of when to pray. We are to be people who are in prayer. Our conversations with one another, our conversations daily about people, our thoughts about people, in essence, are to be prayerful about one another. So when we think to ourselves, I wonder, did I pray today? Let's examine even further. In the goodness and faithfulness of his servants, was I continually in prayer today? Was everything about me in prayer today? was everything about my identity about being under Christ? But if it's about self-adornation, that's vanity. It's about who I am as I need to be seen by others. Or a really, really quick test test to take a look at where's my ego today? Do I need to be right? Hmm. If I need to be right, ego. So if we take an examination and even just think of our reflection of our witness as Catholic Christians. And do we come off higher than others because we're Catholic? We do we try to look look at ourselves as I'm Catholic and you're not? We look down upon others. We are in the wrong posture. Mm. That is the wrong posture to walk around as a good and faithful servant, because servant is someone who blesses. And our we just got done celebrating the the holiest day, one of the holiest days of our church, not the holiest, but when Christ came down and and he baracked. Hebrew, he barracked us. He blessed us with his presence in the manger of the lowest of low, a baby born in a straw of hay in a feeding trough. That meant he came to the lowest place. Barak, the blessing, also means to kneel. It's low. It's never postured high. Isn't
0: that the essence of evangelization, too? I mean, that is what catches the attention of the world. That is what catches the attention of others. That is what people that's see what and ca- That's what
1: catches the attention of the world that is beginning to seek and being responding to the Holy Spirit, but is not what catches the attention of worldliness. Hmm. But our ego will want to catch the attention of worldliness. What's the world looking for? Oh, and I will aspire into that because I'll climb. I'll stretch. I'll step upon people if I need to. I'll get to where I need to go through my ego. I've got to become somebody. Never. God created the somebody that you are never to be anybody else. Now, being in that, the goodness and faithfulness that can come from that is exactly the character qualities of Christ that he's given us to follow.
0: This is the essence of Christianity. I mean, this is the essence of what it means to be a disciple. See, when God
1: said, well done, my good and faithful servant, yeah. he's saying the same words to us that he said to his own son. And so St. Paul said to us, be imitators of me as I am an Im- imitator of Christ. I am a servant. Yeah. And I'm waiting today to see to whom shall you send me to serve. And you oh, said right at the beginning, there it is. Is.
0: It, it's a matter of dying to self.
1: It is. Continually. And that's a hard process. We're called to do that examination. That's not an examination just for when we go to reconciliation. That's a daily reflection. That's an hourly reflection. How do I die to myself? I know what I want to say to this person, Lord. What is it that you want to be communicated to this person? And I, am I emulating that? Our pride and our vanity and our ego will be, emul- will be uh, obstacles to get in the way. So I kind of think playfully. I've got an article coming up this week. This reflects an article this week th- coming up this month in the Catholic Mirror. It says, excuse me, was that compliment for me? Hmm. You know, you just think of the audacious nature of a person to say, could you say that again? I, I didn't quite bask in every bit of sure. the glory that comes out of that. Like, say, just say that. Oh, say that one more time. That felt so good. Oh, yeah, I'll wear that so well. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That That's our vanity. Uh-huh. Vanity will do that that far.
0: Now, how do you accept a compliment then? How, what, what's the correct... Uh, Posture? Posture. Posture to yeah.
1: is a thank you. And yeah. internally we know because what they're doing is they're saying, I like seeing Christ in you. Mm. And we can say, thank you. Because I offer myself over to that daily. You know, when
0: I was in the seminary, a good priest uh, was teaching a class for us, and we were talking about homilies and everything. And he said, um, he said one of the worst things, compliments you can do, or things you can do, is when you receive a compliment from someone. That's a good homily, Father. That's a really good talk. Is to say, oh, it's not me. Oh, it's not me. It's this is God, or you know, blah blah blah, blah all these sorts of things. He says,
1: thank them. Exactly. Says, i was so hoping that would and be and your say, response. To that thank, thank you. you. I agree with that. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. I've always I've always remembered. That when someone said, "John, that's a really good talk," I've always said, "Thank you." You know, See, and, and, I, and I, I mean and it. The,
1: yeah, because but the but when someone say, "Oh, you know, it's all the Lord," it, we can hide behind that with right. piety, with right. piety, and and our Christianity is not to be hidden under any kind of bushel. Yeah. Nothing like that. There's no light of Christ that comes from that.
0: And it is the Lord. Let's just be. Let's just be honest about but this. We are but I thankful, like what you're saying. We are
1: thankful for how we have opened ourselves to the Lord. He has manifested Himself for it, him. given him to that person. We come back and say, "Thanks be unto God." Yeah. Thank you. That. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's wonderful.
0: That's let's what... end there. Hey, great. Uh, great work this morning.
1: Good to be with you. You're a good man. Have a good day.
0: This down. is why you're the most popular counselor in Central Iowa. <laughs> Thank you. (laughs) I love it. I was hoping you'd go there. It me for a second. I was naughty. Deacon Randy Keel, everyone. So there you have it, friends. I told you. That was a fast-moving train. Listen again if you need to. I know I will. What God wants for our lives is much different than what the world wants. We just have to allow him to work. What a life God can create. Thanks to Deacon Randy Keel, my guest today. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter. Inviting your friends to take part in the show, visit our website at yourcatholiclifepodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm John Leonetti, signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and His love today.